0: The Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy, and ho, ho, ho. Hopefully you're having a holly jolly one. It is Christmas Eve here on the Fade the Noise podcast. Uh, We have entered an unexpected sports desert, uh, Lundy, as the Hawaii Bowl uh, was canceled uh, due to COVID issues within the Rainbow Warriors program. So, Memphis, uh, congratulations. You got yourself a nice holiday vacation uh, and no opponent to play. We'll see if that game gets rescheduled down the road. Uh, maybe, just maybe, you could play it in St. Louis against my University of Illinois fighting Illini. Hmm. Yeah, Tigers, uh, that would be kind of uh, I like that. we just, just, just wish it out. Wish it out into the
1: universe, Brad. That's yeah. just, I like that. I like that. You're just putting it out there, waiting for somebody to pick it up and run with it.
0: Yeah, You know, we could push that sucker back a couple of weeks, give Illinois a few days of practice time, get everybody back on campus and and tested and uh, hopefully uh, get them, you know, lathered up and ready to go to face the Tigers. I like the thought of it. I really do. And maybe I would make a road trip uh, to the arch uh, and visit my Universal Illinois Fighting I friends down there. But anyway, uh, that's all hypothetical and nobody really cares. So let's focus on what sports we do know are likely going to be played here this weekend. And a lot of that's tied, of course, to the NFL. We do have a bowl game coming up on Christmas Day. We uh, may get a selection on that a little bit later on in the broadcast. we got a ton of NBA too, but I'm waiting for the player props to surface there before firing off any tickets. So, Uh, Tell me your favorite side or total that stands out to you most. Week 16 of the NFL slate. Smorgasbord of opportunities. You got a knife and fork, my friend. You're about to dig in. What stacks uh, some greenbacks underneath the stocking for you this Christmas weekend? Uh, I will take, uh, I will take a trip
1: up to Starbucks land, Brad, uh, and the Seahawks and your Chicago bears. Um, I, am going to take the Seahawks. I'm going to lay the six and a half. Um, I, I I don't know why I just feel like there, this is a, this is a TYG, a trust your gut. I feel like between these two teams, Seattle has the better offense. Okay. I mean, we really can't, you, you have a better offense. Um, they're at home. People are out betting on which team Russ is going to play for next year. <laughs> I just feel like, you know, well, he's the Denver's the odds on favorite right now. Um, and, and believe me, they can have all of our draft picks. I don't care. <laughs> I, I just I just want a damn quarterback uh, to wear a Broncos jersey for the first time in a long time. Um this is just one that i think seattle at home I, I i just i don't trust chicago i don't trust matt nagy you know that we've talked about that yep. uh ad nauseum here on the podcast so i'm gonna roll with seattle i'm gonna lay the points i think they actually win it by exactly a touchdown and, and captain hook comes into play
0: yeah i would not at all remotely shock me because it's the bears for crying out loud who have officially been eliminated from uh postseason competition i think that's a sound money wager uh, i like the under on 19 and a half points for the team total Uh, on the Cleveland Browns on Christmas Day uh, in northern Wisconsin against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, You look at what Cleveland has done uh, in terms of total points. They have been comfortably under this number here. Uh, Let's see, one, two, three, three of their last four games. Lundy And I I just don't see, uh, you know, even with Baker Mayfield back, more likely Jarvis Landry going to be back on the field. Yeah, you got Nick Chubb, but I I think the Green Bay Packers are going to come out and just blitzkrieg these dudes from start to finish. And, you know, maybe you can clean up in garbage time, Uh, but I'm sensing like 17 points max for C-Town in this clash again on Christmas afternoon. Against the Packers. So that's one of my strongest wagers on the board. Uh, and if you're into totals, uh, I'll throw it a little bonus time out at you. I do like the over in the Bengals and Ravens game. It's at 45 right now. And it sounded like uh, Tyler Huntley is going to get another start for this Ravens team. Lit the world on fire against the aforementioned Packers last week. And as decimated as this Ravens secondary is, I mean, they're trotting out there like signed practice squad guys, third stringers. In that defensive backfield, uh, you know, Burrow could go out there and sling it for 300-plus and multiple touchdowns, and then Tyler Huntley, with his duality, could get it done via ground and air. So that game could be in the 50s. Uh, I know it's an divisional matchup, familiar foes here, storied rivalry, uh, and usually those games will tuck under, but uh, I think the over is going to be fine. And no, these guys are not water-soluble, okay? It's supposed to rain there, but it's not going to be a torrential downpour. It's just going to be spitting there in the Queen City. So again, that game, I like the over on the 45, and I like the under on the Browns on the 19.5 points for the team total. With that, let's get to it on this Football Friday and festive edition of another Fade 5. Number five. All right, we do have some player props. Not at tape time, there are not a whole lot of options, Luddy. There's about five or six games that have just a few lines up, uh, but enough for us to get in our top five players of the weekend. Uh, let's go ahead and start off with Josh Allen. 35 and a half rush yards, minus 115 right now at DraftKings. Really, it's minus 115 universally across all the legal sports books available here in the great U.S. of A. Um, you know, you look at Allen. Last week, he was hobbled. You know, he had the one long run that went for 26 yards against the Carolina Panthers, but you could tell that he was hindered with that sprained foot. Ultimately, took a couple of kneel downs, had three carries for 24 yards in total in that game. Uh, and you look at the last time these two faced in that game, Gale Force wind. He went six carries for 39 yards. And the wind's expected to be much more palatable this time around with the game not in Western New York, this one being played in Foxboro. But Allen is the only quarterback this season to go over 35 and a half yards. And again, that was in that meteorologically impacted game the first time out. So I don't think he's gonna be able to replicate it or duplicate it. I think he's gonna be more pocket tied yet again. And as a result, he will tuck comfortably under this number. I don't think he even cracks thirty on the ground. So Lundy, fade or follow, Josh Allen under thirty five point five rush yards, minus one fifteen at DK. I would really like Mother Nature to throw another curveball at these guys. Just to just for some
1: fun. I, How about I, some I, hail? Like golf ball yes. size. Yes, one of those where it hails enough where it actually looks like it snowed. Um, <laughs> yeah. you need one of those those just layers that takes place. I'm going to follow on this one on the under uh, at, at at the 35, 36 and a half, depending upon you know where you want to snag it. I, I just think this is a uh, I, I think this is a gift. I, I don't think he's going to be running that much. I think this is going to be another one of those uh, strong defensive efforts as you would expect. From New England and as you said he you know he's nobody's doing this to New England it just it's just not happening um, so this is a this is the kind of matchup where as much as we know Josh Allen wants to run as much as you want him to rack up those points especially if you've got him in fantasy and you're in your playoffs this is not the game it's going to happen
0: No, nope. fade Josh Allen Number four. All right, let's move on. Next up in the player props market, uh, let's go to your location. Your buns are currently resting, Lundy, and that is in the Mile High City. And uh, I want to talk about Cortland Sutton, and I want to feature here the over on two and a half receptions, which you can still get, folks, at plus odds. Pull this one this morning at BetMGM at plus 105. Uh, Why am I bullish on Sutton, who has been comfortably under this number in six consecutive games? Has everything to do with the quarterback change, going from T-Rex, Teddy Bridgewater to Drew Locke, yeah, who is an abomination to the quarterback position, but... Uh, He has eyes, usually only for Cortland Sutton and also Tim Patrick. You saw that immediately when he came in after uh, Teddy Bridgewater, and uh, shockingly so, and we're glad that Teddy Bridgewater is A-OK after he was uh, taken off the field on a gurney, suffering that Gnarly and nasty concussion. Uh, everybody's heart dropped there at uh, Mile High Stadium last week, but he is out. Locke is in, and when Locke came in uh, for the injured Bridgewater, he immediately looked Sutton's way. They didn't connect right away, but the fact that he was peppering him with targets in total, Sutton had seven targets. Five of those were from Drew Locke, and I expect that to carry over this week against the Las Vegas Raiders. And the last time out, and granted, it was Bridgewater at the controls in that game in week six. It was one of Sutton's finest performances of the season. 14 targets. Uh, he had eight receptions for 94 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I think that he's going to be way over this number. This could be a 5-6 catch game. I think it's going to be a renaissance of sorts for him. Uh, he has continuously played at least 80% of the snap share in six consecutive games, and he's still one of the premier field stretchers in the league, at least according to the advanced analytics, so the connections haven't been made in the box score. Wide receiver 9 in average depth of target. Wide receiver 7 in area yards. So a little uh, early bonus time on him. If you want to, you know, bring it together, correlate, synergize. I also still like the over at 26 and a half receiving yards for Cortland Sutton. So, Lundy, is this the week that Sutton breaks out of the deep freeze, fade or follow, over two and a half receptions at plus 105 at Ben MGM? And give me your thoughts, too, on that over 26 and a half receiving yards against Vegas.
1: Uh, take the over uh, in both cases uh, because Drew Locke does have tunnel vision. Uh, it's part of the reason why he's not a good quarterback. Uh, is because he gets tunnel vision. and He has tunnel vision for Cortland Sutton, and he has a little bit of that at the same time for Tim Patrick, but I definitely know that he has it for Sutton. I think his uh, receiving yards prop is too low. This receptions, the fact that you can get it uh, at plus odds, go for it. The big question you have to ask yourself is, how many times is Drew Locke going to actually throw it to someone wearing silver and black? Um, <laughs> yeah, Because that's uh, pretty much a given, uh, that that's going to take place in this game. Uh, and in fact, we'll talk about uh, this game in bonus time coming up here in a little bit. But when it comes to the player props yes jump on Cortland sutton uh and you may even want to consider uh uh, a little tim patrick sprinkling in there and anytime touchdown something like that just because of the fact that he basically looks the direction of two receivers jerry judy practically doesn't exist when drew
0: Locke is on the field santa Please gift us a Sutton winner. Number three. All right, moving on. Uh, let's talk. Same game, different name in this Broncos and Raiders matchup. I like the over on Josh Jacobs. 23 and a half receiving yards. Pull this one from DraftKings at minus minus. 115. Jacobs has quietly developed in one of the premier pass-catching backs in the entirety of the NFL. He has ran at least 20 routes in four straight games. He has enticed four or more targets in nine of his last 12, or that's on the season, nine of 12 uh, this year. Uh, he has been over this number uh, in three of his last four, and he had 29 as well, Lundy, uh, against the Denver Broncos back in week six, and he did that on one catch. Uh, the Broncos this season given up 4. point. Two receptions per game, forty-one point one receiving yards per game to the running back position. So ultimately, uh, I think uh, Jacobs gonna cruise past this. You know, on three to four receptions, uh, eight guys have gone over this number uh, against the Broncos this season. So fade or follow, Josh Jacobs, get it done with those sticky digits on the over twenty-three and a half receiving yards, minus one fifteen at DraftKings.
1: I like the over uh, in this one because uh, the the Broncos secondary at times. It, it, at times, they've they've looked absolutely um, phenomenal. At times, they haven't looked all that great. But what you do know is you've got Justin Simmons over the top. You've got Pat Sertan in there as well. So you can try to move the ball down the field through the air, but in some cases, you have to do it with your running back um, because you need to try to go sh- short, try to get some yardage and not necessarily challenge that level uh, of the Broncos' defense. It is It has been one of the highlights for them uh, so far this season is the play of those two, Simmons and Sertan. So I like Jacobs because you need to be able to dump it off off short field that has to be part of your game plan to take advantage of this defense um they are so banged up and 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 missing guys um you know the the in and out rotating guys that have been in that front seven um that you can take advantage of it i like this number for jacobs i I think he finishes at 30 plus
0: stick around you mischievous little l's for our top player prop picks in nfl week 16 plus bonus time Two. All right, Lundy. Let's get back to the action on Christmas afternoon uh, against the Cleveland Browns and Green Bay Packers in that matchup there. And I'm gonna go with the battering ram uh, and AJ Dillon. And I'm gonna take the over on 47 and a half rush yards. Pull this one from FanDuel Sportsbook at minus 114. You look at AJ Dillon. You know, fascinatingly, he's been over this number in four of his last five games overall, and four of his last five. Home games, you know, typically when Green Bay has a lead, and that has often occurred uh, sizably, uh, there within the friendly confines of Lambeau Field. You know, given the ice cold temperatures up there in northern Wisconsin, uh, you know, Dylan is a guy that can come in and just demoralize the competition late in a game, salt away the clock, and I think that's what is going to unfold again on Saturday. Uh, he is number eighteen in total yards created. He's only seeing a stack front, and this is uh you know the upside of playing alongside uh, Mr. A. Aaron Rodgers uh, seeing a stack front just twenty point six percent of the time. Cleveland, they were stout earlier this season against the run, but they've really come unraveled here on a per-carry basis, giving up 4.70 yards per carry, the running back position, over the last five weeks, and nine guys on the ground in total have hit at least 48 ground yards against the brownies this year so aj dillon fade or follow my over 47 and a half rush yards minus 114 and FanDuel. i like this one you are on a
1: roll here at christmas eve we I, are stuffing can you guarantee stockings.
0: can you guarantee no. some winners because i need it i'm already in no. the hole last night because i didn't wager enough on aj brown or on debo samuel
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I, I don't think any of us wagered enough on uh, A.J. Brown. <laughs> Good. I think he just got another catch. God, that performance was fantastic in the second half. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we did not uh, we did not put nearly enough units uh, on on Mr. Brown. Uh, we need to <laughs> learn our lesson here. Uh, but no, I think you take the over with this one. Look, I, it's Green Bay is at home. Uh, it is the Christmas Day opportunity. You get uh, Santa Rogers. Uh, who's going to be trying to stuff the stat sheet because that's what he does, uh, and I think that you're going to, you're that's going to open up the opportunities for AJ Dillon. So yeah, I, I like the over in this one. Again, a number that I think is too small. I think he finishes mid to upper fifties, um, and that's an easy cash by the time we're done on Christmas Day.
0: Yep, no doubt about it. Dillon for the dollars, please and thank you. Number one. All right, let's get to my top. Pick and play on the board, and it's Christmas night, and the final present that will be unwrapped is whatever you lay on the over with John the Taylor at 102.5 rush yards, minus 114 at Fandle. Lundy, I would play this all the way up to 109 and a half. Hell, uh, if I had enough eggnog, I may even go a little bit higher than that. Uh, you look at Taylor here. Six of his last nine games, he's gone for at least a buck 16 on the ground. Uh, he has had at least 20 rush attempts in four of his last five. And if you want to pair this with his rush attempts, Tim's prop. I like the over on that, too. Uh, the 20.5 number, though, it's juiced up right now at DraftKings at minus 125. But I think it gets at least 22 carries in this game. You know how much of a yak monster he has been this season. Top five at yak per attempt. Top five in missed tackles. Forrest. And Arizona, uh, on the year, you know, where their most – susceptible is in the trenches four and a half yards per carry allowed to the running back position at 93.9 rest yards per game again just to rbs taylor's unstoppable right now this offensive line is is absolutely clicking and i think the colts are going to beat arizona and it's largely due to those bulky uh, you know, tree trunks for legs that Taylor has, and they're going to be working early and often. So, fade or follow, my over, John the Taylor, 102.5 rush yards. Does he have an Alva Camara 2020-like Christmas night, Lundy? Can pull this one from FanDuel at minus 114
1: yes and bet on jonathan taylor until he gives you a reason not to people that that that's it that, like i think maybe we've learned that lesson about a.j brown um look, when it comes to jt just keep throwing cash at the man and he turns around and throws cash back at you um and in fact this one at some of the books brad has already slid to 103 and a half i'm fine with that i'm with you i would play it up to the 108 109 mark um because i think they're just going to keep feeding him the ball uh, over and over again i don't know that i'm right there with you that the colts are going to wind up winning this game although it wouldn't surprise me if they did uh but from a statistical standpoint yes i am all over jonathan uh jonathan taylor here on christmas night and let's i'm looking for let's see a Kamara type performance i'm down with that give me something exciting at the end of the day uh you know after i've you know opened up another you know pair of socks or
0: (laughs) can we get a six touchdown prop uh, for John oh, the Taylor Sports books? what are the odds on that? Let's go. Let's that lock. Let's be... lock and roll
1: that would be ridiculous uh but i am grateful for the fact that we have because i you know i like the nba but eventually you get to the point on christmas day where i'm like okay enough already give me some football and now i have some football to keep me occupied tomorrow
0: yep absolutely with a double header starting in the afternoon all right before we get out of here and have a holly good time of our own my friend uh let's work in some bonus time action we got nothing on friday At tape time. But, of course, there's additional player props out there. Maybe you want to get a little bowl game action. What do you got for me?
1: Uh, Well, we are going to do some bowl game action. Uh, We got Georgia State and Ball State. That's right, folks. We're dipping deep. Why? Because we're degenerates. (laughs) Um, I am going to take the Georgia State Panthers, Brad. I am going to Ah. give up the five and a half points. Uh, one of the main reasons why uh, Georgia State runs the ball straight down your throat. Uh, I think they average something like 4.9 a carry um, and Ball State's rush defense is ranked uh, I believe when I looked they were ranked 77th. Um, So I think Georgia State's just going to run it uh, down their throat. So I'm going to take Georgia State I'm going to give up the 5.5 I will also throw this out there. I've told you this is one of those bets that I just keep doing until it tells me otherwise. I just keep taking the over in every bowl game uh, because (laughs) (laughs) nobody's playing any defense the over under in this one happens to be sitting at 51 and i know you're thinking well you got georgia state that likes to run the ball wait a minute are they actually going to score uh over the course of their uh, last three wins georgia state has scored uh, 37 28 and 42 um so i think that even though they love to run the ball this is still a game that could wind up hitting the over at the 51 Uh, going back to that broncos raiders game two things for you first of all i'm taking vegas uh and like At at DraftKings, it's Vegas plus one. At BetMGM, it's Vegas minus one and a half. So this is essentially a coin toss. Um, Folks, it's Drew Locke. Okay. Um, And last year on the road at Vegas, uh, he threw one touchdown and four picks. Um, So I think he's going to throw the ball to the silver and black uh, far too many times. Uh, so I am going to uh, take Vegas. I, I don't care. Give up two and a half. Give up three and a half. I, the the Broncos are toast, y'all. Um, so I don't think they've got an opportunity in this one. And the prop is not up yet, Brad. But I wasn't kidding about Drew Locke throwing the ball to the silver and black. When his prop comes up to throw an interception... Just take it. Uh, and if it's juiced to high heaven, uh, pair it up with something else. Turn it into a parlay. Put it in a same game. Whatever you want to do. But again, on the road against Vegas last year, he threw four picks in that game. Yeah. Drew Locke is good for making stupid decisions. Um, he, he, he did it in college, and he's still doing it in the NFL. So take him for at least a pick. Uh, over the course of that contest on Sunday.
0: Yeah, I'm with you there, dude. Absolutely. I think that's an excellent call. All right, let me work in a couple of additional ones that I like uh, on Sunday or Saturday. And let's start off, actually, with a another player prop on Saturday. Give me the over on Christian Kirk, 22 and a half yards for a longest reception. He's done this 10 times, and he did it twice last week. He had a pair of 40-yarders uh, in that dud effort in Detroit and totally had 12 targets, 9 catches for 94 yards. He's top 15 in completed air yards and yards per target. Uh, And the Colts have given up 35 pass plays at 20 or more yards. Got to get some Xavier Rhodes in coverage primarily. He's given up a 92.7 passer rating. So I think it'll be a deep connection with him and Kyler Murray. Give me the under on Dak Prescott, 278.5 pass yards. He's been below this in four of his last five, including the last time he faced the fighting footballs. Could even crack 240 in that game. Dak has struggled, man. Uh, Quarterback 19 and just completion percentage. And QB 29 and average depth of target since week 11. And the fighting footballs, they were god-awful against the pass earlier this season. Well, six week seven, only Jalen Hurts. On Tuesday, has gone over this proposed threshold to 278 and a half, and then another one. I'll just toss out there that I like. Uh, on the under, uh, I'll give you two more. Why not? It's the giving season. Zach Pascal, 21.5 receiving yards. It's all about usage. He's been under in four of his last five. He's only ran 25 routes in total the last couple of games. Uh, he'll be lucky to get a couple of targets. May only have like one catch. Uh, hopefully he won't go for 22. So I like the under there on 21.5 receiving yards, minus 115 at DraftKings. And then the last one I got... Joe Burrow, give me the over twenty-one and a half completions at minus one thirty at Caesars Sportsbook. So it is heavily juiced on that over, but for good reason. Uh, Burrow taking on, as I mentioned, that depleted secondary of the Baltimore Ravens, and even with the Ravens at full strength in Week Seven, he completed twenty-three passes. He has been over this in two of his last three games. I think he's going to complete, you know, anywhere between twenty-three to twenty-five attempts in this contest uh, which could be a banner effort here in week 16 and that is a wrap uh, for this edition of the feed the noise podcast please follow Lundy on twitter at nate Lundy. follow me there at noisy huevos drop us a rating and a review would you kindly happy holidays to you and yours enjoy it with your families and until next time as always feed or follow that is up to you feed
1: The Noise.